0: we we'll to begin reading first of all in Psalms chapter 107, verse number 23. We'll read a few verses here, and then bring the message. It's good to be with you tonight, and it's good always to be with Papal and uh, Rebecca and Jonathan, calling Papal Langston, yes. and told him was going up to see Papal tonight. They really get they get a thrill out of seeing Brother James, and I appreciate yes. him. Appreciate the privilege to be with you. We'll try to be a blessing to you tonight. And preach on something that we're all familiar with. If you've been saved any length of time, you're familiar with what we're going to talk about tonight. Let's stand as we read tonight. What do you say? From Psalms chapter 107, verse number 23. We'll read a few verses from here, and then we'll go to Nahum chapter number 1. The Bible said, "...they that go down to the sea in ships, that do business in great waters." These see the works of the Lord and His wonders in the deep. For He, talking about God, commandeth and raiseth the stormy wind, which lifteth up the waves thereof. They mount up to the heavens, they go down again to the depths. Their soul is melted because of trouble. They reel to and fro, and stagger like a drunken man, and are at their wit's end. Now, the psalmist is talking about those on board a ship in the midst of the stormy sea. Verse number 28, Then they cry unto the Lord in their trouble, and he bringeth them out of their distresses. He maketh the storm a calm, so that the waves thereof are still. Then are they glad, because they be quiet. So he bringeth them into their desired haven. All oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for His wonderful works to the children of men. Now, we go to Nahum chapter number 1. Now, the psalmist said, Oh, that somebody would praise the Lord for His wonderful works unto men. And he's been talking about the storm in the life of the believer. He said we ought to praise the Lord for that. And in Nahum chapter number 1 and verse number 3, Nahum said in verse 3, The Lord... "...is slow to anger, and great in power, and will not at all acquit the wicked. The Lord hath His way in the whirlwind, and in the storm, and the clouds are the dust of His feet." You can be seated tonight. Thank you for standing. Now, the psalmist talk about men that go down to the seas... How they get to see the wonderful works of the Lord in the midst of the storm. And Nahum said, Hear, the Lord hath his way in the whirlwind and in the storm, and the clouds are the dust of his feet. Now, if you've been saving in at the time tonight, you know that the believer's life is not all a flowery bed of ease. It's not a health and a wealth gospel, but it's a gospel of battles and valleys and storms that come in the life of the believer. It's not all smooth sailing, friend. Now, if you've been safe for maybe two or three days, it might be pretty calm around where you're at. But I've got news for you. The storms are going to come in your life. The truth of the matter is that you're either in a storm or you just came through a storm or you're getting ready to go into a storm. Uh, that's the way God has planned uh, the Christian life. Uh, and there's reasons for this tonight. Uh, now, many times uh, we give the devil credit for our storms. Uh, we'll say, well, the devil sent that storm in my life. Uh, or the devil done that in my life. Uh, I want to report to you tonight. Uh, I've been reading through that book of Job again.
1: Uh,
0: and i found that there's nothing... that uh, can happen in the life of a believer unless God ordains it, unless God orders it, and God orders every storm in your life. And not only does He order it, but He oversees it. He's watching in the midst of that storm, and then that storm becomes an opportunity for God to step out and manifest His presence in the midst. Of your storm. Oh, listen, David said there, for he God commandeth and raiseth the stormy wind. I've never read that Bible that where the devil ever sent a storm now. We give the devil a credit for a lot of things, but God raiseth, and God commands the stormy times in our lives. And there's a ministry. In the midst of the storm, Amen. and we need to get a grip on this tonight. Yeah. Now, the Bible says in Isaiah chapter nineteen and verse one that, "Behold, the Lord that upon a swift cloud." Now, God, you know, Nahum said that the clouds are the dust of His feet, and Isaiah said He rides on a swift cloud. Now, I like it when God comes riding in on a glory cloud. I'm telling you, I like that glory. I like it when the glory of God falls. But it's not always a, a glory cloud. I'm telling you, God may harness you up a, a storm cloud and come right in, in your life. And it's the same God that, that rides the glory cloud that, that may run into your life on a
1: storm cloud. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Now,
0: I got interested in the definition of a literal storm. I'm trying to lay a foundation. If you'll hang around a while, I'll get you preaching in a minute. I'm trying to put a tablecloth out before we put the meal on the table. Now, I got interested in this definition of a literal storm. Mm-hmm. Webster said a storm is an atmospheric disturbance. An atmospheric disturbance. How it being since your spiritual atmosphere's been disturbed, huh? Well, now I got to go a little further, and he said there's three reasons for storms in the atmosphere. Number one, a warm and a cold front clash. I said I understand that, y'all. I get warm, hot, and I'm on fire, and then I get cold as a cucumber, and it brings about some storms in my life. And then he said it's caused by high. A low pressure system. Yeah. And then because of a human in a dry atmosphere. Well, we got a lot of human dry atmospheres in Baptist churches. Some of these soaking wet, and others are as dry as a chip. In other words, what it is, it's two opposing forces colliding, and it brings about a
1: storm. Yeah, a I said, I
0: you. I've got this lower adamant nature, and I've got this brand new nature. And they're all the time clashing, right? all the time running into one another. Right? Yeah. And that helps to bring about stool Amen. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, yeah.
0: yeah. Now, how long has it been since you had no atmosphere to start? That?
1: Yeah, amen. Yeah.
0: Somebody said, well, it's pretty sunny. Why, well, hang on, neighbor. Right on up the road, you're going to run into a storm.
1: Yes,
0: Did you know that? I remember a little boy growing up. Dad say, well, son, I can see out yonder. There's a storm coming. Get you toys in the house. There's certain storms that you can see in advance that are coming. And then
1: there's others that just out of nowhere... Well, drop into your eyes. Yeah. 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 That's right. Doesn't you know what the encyclopedia said? The encyclopedia
0: said that right now on planet Earth, there's 2,200 storms uh, of all probability going on around the world. Well, what do you mean, Brother Buster? Yeah. Well, when I pulled in here about 6.30, it wasn't storming here at Fort Oglethorpe. It wasn't storming around here at Battlefield. I left the down there. You know maybe about uh, 3.30. It wasn't storming there. But it may be storming in Knoxville, Tennessee tonight. It may be storming right over the road a little bit. Yeah, what are you trying to say? Yeah, I'm trying to tell you that it may be sunshine in your life, but that man beside you, that woman behind you, That person in front of you may be in the biggest storm that they've ever seen. And I want to thank God for the people of God that that helped me through my storms. And had some patience with me.
1: Help me. That's right.
0: Now... There's three sources of storms in the life of the
1: believer.
0: I believe that we could say temptations
1: mm-hmm.
0: are a source of storms, Amen. and they come from Satan.
1: Amen.
0: Temptation is a solicitation to do evil. That comes from the devil's headquarters. Oh, yeah, now, that'll bring about storms in your life, temptations. Yeah. And then there's tribulations. Yeah. Tribulations, in the Their source is society's headquarters. You remember John said in Revelation chapter 1 and verse 9, I, John, who am also your brother and your companion in tribulations. Well, who was that put John out there? Society. They said, get rid of this man of God. Get rid of this preacher. Put him out there. Society got him out there. But you know who was underneath all that working all that out to the glory of his own name? God. Yeah. John got out there They said, him in went and shit, got rid of that crazy man of God. But John got out there and said, oh, he said, I was in the spirit of the Lord's day. Yeah. and looking to pin down the book of Revelation, for you." Yeah. Hey, society, the sun comes from storms in you. yeah. yes, you know, your
1: Yes, yeah. it will. Your boss,
0: yeah. that individual you work beside, yeah. boy, all the time, you know, going to break in
1: tribulation.
0: You know, like your next door neighbor. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, puts you in the midst of the storm.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, there's mm-hmm. temptations, mm-hmm. then there's tribulations, yeah. and then there's divine testings
1: amen. and trials. Yeah. And those come
0: from the Savior.
1: Yeah, amen.
0: And whether you know it or not, folks, mm-hmm. listen—you better get a grip on this early in your Christian life. Yeah. Listen, God is more interested in our holiness Amen. than He is our happiness.
1: Amen. He's more interested in
0: us uh, being conformed to the image of Christ uh, than our being comfortable. Oh, and God's got a plan, and His plan is you're going to be conformed to the image of Christ, and God's going to use storms and valleys and testings and trials to make you more like the Lord Jesus Christ.
1: Uh, that's right. That's right. Oh, listen.
0: That's right. You know, sometimes, boy, I, I used to be bad about this, and I'm getting a little better. I'm getting a little better grip on it. I'm not about yet. I used to, you know, be so nervous, running just wide open, and I'd pass the exit where I was supposed to get off to go to a meeting. I'd, I'd say, The devil made me do that. Lord, the devil's going to make me be late. The devil done that. Well, now that might have been God. Let me miss that exit so I didn't get exit on that by that 18 week when I was younger. And you say, Well, I had a flat car. That must have been the devil. I'd have been God that you have that black power so you didn't get flattened out there on interstate somewhere. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't care
0: what happens in the life of the believer. God has to let it
1: happen. Yeah. Remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, mm-hmm. now we'll get down to
1: preaching.
0: And that's the sources... Tell us why they come, and now let's look and see what God. I, I believe God's got some names for some of these stories. I met a few of them, Amen. personally acquainted with a few of them. Amen. Number one, I see God out there in his storm harvest. Not a storm cell, that's where I want to get in a storm summer when they come, but God's got his storm harnessing out there out there. And God's getting on a storm cloud. I see him come riding down. And number one, this first storm, I want to call it a detecting storm. A detecting storm. What are you trying to say, preacher? There's some things in my life. There's some things in your life that I never would have realized was there. They would have never been exposed in my life if it
1: hadn't been
0: for
1: the storms. Amen. Why, you
0: wouldn't even know your roof was a leaking friend when the sun was shining. You find out you got
1: a leaky roof when it's a, a storm out there. And God
0: expose some things. Amen. That's right. Old dead limbs, and rotten roots. He'll find them when the sun's a shining. You find them in the storms. Yeah, that's right. So you see, the storms expose some things. They detect some things. Of Amen, that's
1: good.
0: Now we really like to think we what we what we are when we're in the on the map. We really think that's us, but that ain't us. I'll tell you who we really are. We are
1: what we are when we're in the midst of a raging storm. Here's
0: what that detecting storm will show. It will expose your true character. Amen, I believe
1: that. Yeah. Yeah, Amen.
0: Why, anybody can shout on the (laughs) mountain. Anybody can run the house when they've got a pocket full of money and everything's going well. Well, when you're in the midst of that storm, all hells are raging, blacker than a million midnights, and you don't know which way to go or what to do. It takes some real character to stand up in the midst of that storm and say, like old Job, I look on this side, I look on that side, I don't know where God said, but God knows the way that I take. Hey,
1: true character
0: is revealed in the midst of your storm. Listen. Bible said, if thou sayest in the day of adversity, thy spread the smoke. Amen. Blessing
1: good. Listen now,
0: listen real good. If you or if I quit in the midst of the storm,
1: yeah, we were quivers. Oh, that's right, that's right. I believe that. I believe
0: and it don't even take a storm uh, to blow most Baptist over. Just a little wind of
1: adversity.
0: That's all right. I see some that used to be here that's not here tonight, and, and I guess they've been more. And some of them it didn't even take a storm. Just a little breeze. Some folk can't even stand a little stormy preaching. That's that old man of God getting there and get all fired up and going to preach an old seal and that righteousness and godliness. They can't take You know, Peter, Apostle Peter. He was on the front lines, wasn't he? Long as he was up there on the Mount of Transfiguration, long as there's was in the 5,000, long as the Lord was there healing the, healing the sick and raising the dead, Peter was right up there. Yeah, was. But there came a storm down at Pilate's Judgment Hall. Yeah. You know where you find him then? Yeah. You find him warming himself by the devil's fire. Yeah. Wow. It was dark out there that night. Yeah.
1: True character!
0: Is revealed in your dark crises. Amen. Amen. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. i tell you, I'll show you what true character is in Mr. Stone. Last week, one day, and there's this illustration about this ocean line that was getting ready to go down out there on the ocean. I mean, that big ocean I looked like a little corkscrew out there popping up and down. And there's an elderly lady staggering, holding on you know, the sides, and grabbing this rope. That's little boy out there, about 19 years old, just kicking and and having him a big time. That lady grabbed him by the neck of the neck and said, Son, don't you realize we're in a storm? We could go down. What's the matter if you hear a life and you are cutting up? He said, Excuse me, ma'am. He said, would you mind looking up there for that man? You see where that captain's mess is? Yeah. He said, you see that man with that spear wheel of his hands?' She said, yeah. He said, that's my daddy. He said, my daddy's looking after my best interests.' ain't no for me and my to worry about it. I'm going to have me a
1: time in the midst of the storm, friend. You hear me? Yeah looking after our bed. <laughs> <laughs> That's true character.
0: Yeah. I yeah. wish I could tell you I've always acted like that in the midst of the storm. I wish I could say you've always acted like that in the midst of the storm. Or well, aren't we prone to push the panic button? True characters revealed. Number two, True confidence is revealed. Folks say, well, my confidence is in the Lord, Brother Buster. Well, that's where it ought to be. It's a good place to have it. I want to say something. Let's say tonight. Let's say tonight that that you find out that I've been having an affair with a woman here in Arkansas for 22 months. Mm -hmm. And you find out! Old brother Ed Blue, that great preacher, has embezzled a hundred thousand dollars from Rock of Ages' prison ministry for his own personal mm-hmm.
1: And you found that
0: all these things about these preachers. Yeah. Yeah. What you going to do, then?
1: Yeah. I know
0: some folk will say, That's God, I quit. Yeah.
1: That's God, I quit. Yeah. If you can't trust the
0: preacher, who can you trust? I'll tell you who you trust when you can't even trust a preacher. Right? Yeah. You can put your confidence in a thrice. Holy God, friend.
1: Hey, In the storm,
0: in the storm. True confidence is there. Amen. I, I hope none of these men of God fall. I hope none of them fall. I've made up my mind. I'm a going on. I'm going on. True confidence. And then they'll expose your true capabilities at that detecting storm. When that storm come over there in Mark chapter number 6, why, Peter didn't know he could walk on water <laughs> until he got in the midst of the storm. i am telling
1: you that that storm revealed that yeah. Peter's true capability.
0: I you will lose some things to miss the storm and you you'll perform in certain ways you wouldn't even know you were there. Right. That's right. That's
1: right. That's right.
0: <laughs> they tell me down here at Lockheed Aircraft Corporation when they make their big planes, they tell me down there they got a gigantic wind tunnel. And they put them aircraft in there and they blow that wind, that man-made wind down through there. And they try to get it blowing at such a, a force how faster than they'd ever known in the heavens in a storm. You know? and if they go through there and they pass the test and they don't pop no ribbons and they don't fly apart, then they're given flying stats. You know? yeah. If they pop their ribbons and fly all the pieces, they're grounded. Yeah, yeah. see yeah, two man. capabilities about that plane revealed in that wind telling that storm. Yeah, man. What you trying to tell me? I'm trying. To, yeah. I'm trying to tell you a lot of Baptists grounded. All yeah. oh, they know do is to pop a ribbon. Huh? Oh, all they know do is to
1: fly
0: pieces when a little storm comes. Huh? Hey, you preach a little tithing that, huh? and they pop a ribbon. Huh? You preach a little separation huh? and they pop a ribbon. Huh? You're grounded. Yeah. You ain't never going to get no flying scanners. You pass some of these storms.
1: Yeah. By
0: the way, these storms are like tests. If you don't pass the test, you've got to go back, take it all over. Right. Yeah. God, I've, I've seen some of these storms two and three times. I don't want to meet them no more. I mean, I I want to get promoted a little bit. I, I some people I know been bucking the same storm I, I for
1: years Amen. instead of just
0: going on, letting God take them through that storm. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Detectives. That's right.
1: No, that's, good. that's good. Yeah.
0: Now, folks, you hear me? We're not really what we think we are. You know, to make somebody mad. Tell them they ain't what they think they
1: are.
0: they think they're they think they're humble. They think they're meek. they think they're full of the Spirit of God. You just tell them they ain't what they think they are. Uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, who they think they
0: are. We're really what we are, folks. Amen. Everybody's that's absolutely yeah. right. Bless yeah. God. Yes, sir. Yeah. Now, I'm afraid I, I just I didn't look too good in some of them, That old detective storm sometimes.
1: Mm-hmm. And God
0: don't put us there so we, so He'll see what we do. God knows what we're gonna do. God puts us in storms so we'll see what we are.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, there's the detecting storm. Mm-hmm. I like to get out of that and go. Too often times, I don't like to look at me for really what I am. But then there comes another. My God, we just got through that, and it's just calmed off a little bit. Thought I was making pretty good progress, and here comes another off the hill. And I call it a directing storm. God knows how to harness that directing storm up in your life to direct you some places. Oh, Jonah thought he was going one way, didn't he?
1: Jonah said,
0: I ain't about to go to need of my God. Going to go there. But God sent a directing storm in Jonah's life. Yeah. And when God got through with Jonah, he asked more than willing to get where God
1: did.
0: Yeah. 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 Oh, God will send that directing storm in your life to direct you, yeah. to direct you to the person of God. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And the storms will drive you to God.
0: He'll drive you to pray and pray. He'll drive you to fasting. He'll drive you to getting a hold of God. Oh, in the midst of that storm, it'll drive you to the person of God. It'll drive you and direct you to the plan of God. You mean that storm's a part of God's plan? Psalms 148, verse 8 said, Fire and hail, snow and vapors, and stormy wind, fulfilling the Word of the Lord. Amen. Amen.
1: It, I've had that
0: directing storm to come in my life and direct me right in the plan of
1: God. i yeah. where
0: God wanted me.
1: Yeah. And there's
0: something that took place in my life in 1980. There was a storm that came in my life.
1: Yeah.
0: And I kind of got to the, the speaking papers, the walking papers, and I, I thought, oh, I thought, going I thought it was all. But you see, God was directing my life. God was thrusting me on out, and pushing me on out. I couldn't see it either. I look back now and see how God used that storm to get me in His plan. You know why some of you are sitting on these views right here tonight? God sent a storm over right where you sat. God sent a little storm in your life
1: that directed you to the plan of God.
0: and it will direct you to the person of God the plan of God the purpose of
1: God
0: well they will direct you You know what, God had, to do? God had let a storm come up before he could get Elijah over to Brook Cherith.
1: Amen. Amen.
0: I don't read where well, there's no storm. Well, you just didn't see Jezebel's eyes too good. Unless God, the lightning was a-flashing, and the thunder was a rolling out of her mouth, and she is as mad as any storm you've ever
1: seen.
0: Amen. I mean, it was storming around Ahab's palace. God used that storm and said, All right, Elijah, you get over by the Brook Cherith. And it drove Elijah to the provision of God. Amen. Them storms will get you there,
1: friends.
0: Really? Yeah. Boy, I was reading the other day in the paper about that Voyager airplane deal they had, you know, going around the world trying to make it in the quickest time, and they said they used some of them hurricanes, they used some of them winds, some of them storms to thrust them on out, to get them on out there. Right. God will send that storm in your life, just kind of give you an extra boost, thrust you on out. Amen. Some of you said, Lord, why am I in this storm? Well, what's going Maybe God's directing you. Maybe God's trying to show you some things, to speak to you, direct you. Maybe he's trying to get you about the will of God for you. Right, right. Well, you get to bucking God if you're here tonight, sir, and God's called you to preach, or God's called you to mission field, and you get to bucking God's will. <coughs> not know if storm, I to direct you. Yeah. Just like old Jonah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've that directing storm. I've seen that uh, directing storm, that detecting storm, but number three, there's that uh, developing storm. I stay in this all time, developing, maturing us. That's the reason God sends them storms. God's not angry with us. God's not beating us over the head. God uh, wants to mature us and develop us to make us more like His Son. Yeah, Lord Jesus. And He comes through them developing storms. And will bring Him to maturity and bring you to trust Him and believe Him. You know me tell you where you really grow the most? You want to, you want to really be honest with
1: me? Yes. We really
0: grow the most, and we grow the best, and we put down deeper roots in the midst of the storm. Uh-huh. You thought it was on the mountain, didn't you? Uh-huh. Lord God, there ain't much deep roots. There ain't much deep down on the mountain. Uh-huh. Oh, you feel close to God? You shout, "What? You're gonna do your best developing, you're gonna do your mature yeah. down in the valley in the soul. That
1: old palm tree. Yeah. Well, I've
0: been down there in Florida now several weeks and months down in meetings, so I didn't check up on that little palm tree. That old palm tree's got that one main tap root. Yeah. That goes straight down in the grave. Uh-huh. And it's got thousands of little feeder roots that yeah. shoot out. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that old tap root's looking for one thing, thats yeah. water, Looking for Amen. some water, something to draw some moisture off us. Ah! I'm looking for something solid to land hold us on the nose the storm. I tell you, you better get your taproot anchored in this basic book. You better send them to your roots, i get you some promises. That cause the to
1: come. That old
0: palm tree, it's got a good dip on it. Yeah. It's been maturing since it's little. It's only happened are getting deeper and deeper. Yeah. And when you're no. little, it don't have to go as deep. No. But the older you get, the deeper it's got to go. Uh, yeah. And then them storms come. They said them old palm trees will bend plumb over. And their heads are bouncing off the ground. As soon as that storm's over, the palm tree says, trees whoop. And just gets back up there and just yeah. scoundrel out of here. Yeah. you better do that. That's half root. Ye- 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 As yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. right. yeah. in storms, are
0: developing storms. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And
0: what are they going to do for us? Well, they'll stabilize
1: right you.
0: The storms have left Stabilize you as a Christian. Peter said something in 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse 10. He said, But the God of all grace, He said, who hath called us to His eternal glory, after that you
1: suffer a while,
0: make you perfect, establish,
1: strengthen,
0: And settle you. Them storms will stabilize us. You want to be a stabilized Christian? Storms is what's going to do that. You know who the sweetest Christians are I've ever met? It's the ones that's weathered the worst storm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the truth. Yeah. I remember
0: Brother Jim going up there to that old nursing home. I'd see old preacher alone, sitting up with both legs cut off. And he was blind, couldn't hardly see. And I'd go to try to be a blessing, try to help him weather his storm. Yeah. And I'd get in there, you know, and try to pray a little bit, hold a few verses. And he'd go to sing me them old songs, you know, some <laughs> through the water, some through the flood, some through the fire. But all through the blood. He'd go to shout, and Sister Lord, give the a across. The little floor. Hey, I, I mean, they were sweet Christians. Amen. And the storms
1: of life
0: helped them to make them yeah, that. Now, right. yeah, you can let it do two things to you, that storm. You can let it either drive you to God to sweeten you, or you can let it drive you away from God and it'll bitter
1: you. Amen.
0: I sure sort do of want to be a bitter
1: Christian, it'll stabilize
0: you. Amen. Amen. Sanitizing.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> the Department of
1: Sanitizing will take over your life. Amen.
0: It'll yeah. clean you up, them storms.
1: Yeah. Knock
0: off all them dead limbs. Knock off all that old dead bark. Expose them old rotten roots. These storms are yeah. John then, got in that storm. And they said, Let's light, let's, let, let's throw the wires on the board. Let, let's go. get rid of that junk. We're going down. You'll find out in the midst of your storm, there's a lot of stuff you thought you was going to have, to have on this pilgrimage. You're going to find out you didn't need it all. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what. If I was in here tonight and I had long hair, if I was in the boat and I had long hair, and I thought I was going there, I'd give me a hat Because the Lord God. has a making me down. And if I had all the trinkets of this To hang on me, I'd, I'd say, "Get rid of that jerk. Oh, but yeah. we don't need that. Right, You'll find
1: out the whole lot of stuff you don't need, Mr.
0: Stone. Amen. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. You might want to throw out old brute. Yeah. You might want to get rid of Marlboro and Mr. Man. And get rid of all
1: that junk.
0: That's a whole. Lord, I don't want no extra weight on this thing. Yeah. about to go down. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Acts 27, Paul said they said, This man said,
1: Let's laugh.
0: The sheep. We don't yeah. need all this junk. We're going to nail it. Yeah. Oh, but you find out there's a lot in Christian life that you don't really need,
1: yeah. once oh, the right. storms oh, get to right. coming. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Hey. That old rock and roll records, all that old pornography junk, all that wicked, hellish filth, it'll be gone when you get saved, friends. Amen. Old yeah. country music. Yeah. Filthy, ungodly, perverted country music. Yeah. I was a meeting, and you listen to what I'm telling you, I was a meeting about four weeks ago in North Carolina. I had a, I had a deacon's wife, an ex deacon's wife come to me, and that they were prominent people in that city. He's a jeweler, they're rich, they're wealthy people, I, and that they were godly people, serve God, and live for God, but she came to me and cried, 38 years old, said, Preach I've made a mess. She revealed to me how she'd had an affair with a boy in his 20s. Her 38, she had an affair with a young boy in his 20s. Yeah. She had an 18-year-old daughter. And she said, weeping tears coursing off her cheeks. She said, Brother Buster, it begins. And I begin to start mixed bathing over near the river coast. And she said, I begin to listen to country music. Yeah. And passions begin to get inflamed in my son. Yeah.
1: You listen? Yeah.
0: Her homes on the point of the Yeah, I do. I can handle it preacher. I like old Whaling. I like old Jesse Coulter. I, I like Willie Nelson. I wonder if you're even saved. I like Iron Maiden. I like Wasp. W-A-S-P. We are sexual perverts. I like Queen.
1: I like Black Sabbath.
0: I wonder if you could even be saved.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Right, I tell you what, the average Baptist congregation I go into it more, look like a cross between a go-go joint and a and, and, and a punk rock crowd. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's
1: right.
0: That's right. I was in a meeting the other night and this boy got up and he was I'm not talking about no lost boy now. I'm not talking about a boy that hadn't been educated and raised in the church. This boy was his boy's his parents was members of that church. And that boy got up and he had his hair shaved down the side, shaved, and the, and, and it was straight down the middle looked like a porcupine. And earrings all through his ears.
1: I'm told about that That stuff
0: in the local churches.
1: Yes, sir, brother. Yeah.
0: Oh
1: yes. Yes, sir. Hey, you
0: better let God sanitize you. I'll tell you what he'll do in that storm. If you're really his, he'll knock the hell out of you. He'll knock all that hell out of you. I wouldn't say that. Well, I did. We'll put it. It's on tape. It's a running. He'll knock the hell out of you. Oh old wicked, hellish ways about you. you're really his, you go ahead.
1: You go ahead. You get you in a storm somewhere,
0: friend. Somebody said, I don't believe that. We all asked about Job about it. Job sixteen two. Job said, I was at ease. And Job said, "But he had broken me a slander, and he had taken me by my neck and had shaken me to pieces. I want God to grab you by the nape of the neck, friend, and shake you, and yeah. just shake you to your little head rattles on your neck. Yeah. God knows how to do it in the midst of, one of them stones right. Amen. That
1: does." I don't like
0: that preacher. We'll get in line, the devil don't
1: either.
0: <laughs> Average camp meeting today, 1986, they want them a glory preacher. Average revival, they say yes, a glory preacher. Now say, old oh, brother so and so he won't hurt your church. What they're saying is, oh, brother so-and-so ain't going to preach nothing. He's going to come in there. He's going to sl- he just going to spill all over you, just slobber all over you, drool all over you, tell you how good you are, how nice everything is.
1: Oh, hey, no.
0: I'll send them sanitizing storms, stabilizing
1: storms,
0: and then synchronizing storms. Yeah. Boy, I stepped off that airplane to San Antonio, Texas. I looked that big eye in the face. That man called me everything, but a white man. Yeah. He cussed me like I ain't never been cussed. He said, I'll be your mama, I'll be your daddy, I'll be your girlfriend. He said, I'll be everything. He said, I am all in all over here. And he said, you get your watches synchronized. Yeah.
1: Yes, sir.
0: certain hundred hours. Yeah. And I went to try to get my watches. So I could be at the right place at the right time with the right people. God knows how to sanitize. And He knows how to stabilize you. He knows how to synchronize you.
1: Yeah, He does. He yeah. I don't have much
0: problem with running ahead of God. <coughs> I ain't never had that problem, but maybe a couple of times, getting ahead of God. You know, i mean, really getting ahead of My problem is, I like behind. Yeah. I'm a lagging behind, you But if you ever do get to run ahead of God, you know what you will do? He'll send that stabilizing. He'll send that sanitizing. He'll send that synchronizing storm in your life that'll cut you off. That'll say, hey, look, you hear me. Whoa, what? God knows how to back you up a couple of steps.
1: Amen. Yeah, He does.
0: Mm-hmm. And then when you get to lagging behind, God knows how to come up behind you and put the boot where it needs to be to get you up by where you ought to be. And one of them synchronizing storms that get you to get over. that are yeah. yeah. to hurry you up a you ever had kind of get you on the first step? Oh yeah. You go lag him behind. Did you go and get it? You go ahead and get these and set a down. Watch God. Look, he knows how to synchronize you. Yeah, does.
1: Yeah. Go ahead and
0: blow up. You go ahead and blow up like a toe. front. You go ahead and puff up your big old your neck, puff up your your, your veins on your jugular veins and look mean. Sign are gonna have that. I well, will tell you what now. God knows how to get you in
1: line. Amen.
0: My dad used to say around the house, he say, Boy, he said, you're getting a little big for your britches. He said, I know how to cut you down a notch or two to get you in line. And you better believe God knows how to cut us down a notch or two to yeah, yeah, yeah. synchronize
1: us. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> mm. There's that uh, developing star. I stay in that for all time. Just about that time, I think I got a grip on things, you know. Like I can see daylight. Here comes that developing storm again. Somebody said, well, you ain't much. Well, you should have seen me when he started with me. (laughs) Now, for all you know, I might have come a long way since he
1: started. And I
0: got a long way to go. I like that little old song, He's Still a Worker Man. The piece of wood that said to the man with the knife, Please don't cut on me. Please stop it. You're hurting me. And this kept just cutting out wood. Piece of wood said to the man with an eye, please stop
1: it. You're hurting me. Why are you cutting me Yeah.
0: And the man got thrown and picked up what he had, it was a foot. He began to blow beautiful news.
1: Yeah.
0: And the piece of wood that was now a foot said, Thank you for cutting me out to make beautiful yeah. you news. Know yeah. Do you know that's what God's doing for us? Do you know that's what God's for whittling on us? God's are cutting on us so he can blow some beautiful
1: music la, la,
0: Amen. as he develops. Yeah. Amen. then there's that uh, four-storm, and that's that disturbing storm. Amen. When you get an easy Zion, settle down your Christian life, and you think, boy, well, this is, I've just come as far as I'm supposed to go, you know. That early church in the book of Acts got in problems right here. Jesus said, "And ye shall go into Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the outermost parts of the world." And revival broke out in Jerusalem, and they stayed there till Acts chapter number eight, and they had no intentions of leaving. They made a nest out of the Jerusalem mist. God said, now I told him to go to Jerusalem, very bad, but Judea, Samaria, and the other most possible.
1: So God
0: harnessed him up a disturbing storm by the name of Saul of and turned
1: it loose.
0: In that early church. Amen. And when that storm came right into Jerusalem, Acts 8 1 through 4 said, they went down to Judea, Samaria, and yeah, the most are of the world.
1: Amen. God
0: knows how to get your nest
1: started.
0: God knows how to get your did you know? <laughs> most of you know I, I like your little eagles, and I studied that them eagles. Boy, and Mama Negro knows. She gets that nest ready right before they ever come in. And the Lord had the church ready for you, every guy. Who is. And, he, and they get the nest ready, but when she's a lady, she puts that she puts some rabbit fur and fox fur and soft soft leaves and and I mean it's like a poster pig
1: mattress. Oh jeez, nice. but little did them little
0: even snow. she puts some foam that's right. and rice and sticker bushes. When they get bored, they lay you back and say, Feed me, Mama, feed me. All they want to do is eat and sleep. That's most bad things Just Feed me, feed me, put your feed me, feed me, feed me. Lord, just a fat spitchling. I can't get in and get out. Like a James said, shake your wool's dragging the ground, cuckold berries, in it.
1: And they'll say, Feed me, feed me, put your...
0: Well, that's not what her intentions are. No. She's got some perennial insight and some purposeful instructions. She plans them little eagles to develop the muscles. And they can't do it sleeping and eating. Right. So when they get about the right size, and she knows things is just right, when they begin to wake up one morning, they young, she gets to take a massive wing and go. And them leaves is going And I mean, that first is flying. Their eyeballs is turned almost inside out, and they're hanging on. And them fours, you yeah, and them briars get them, and they're jumping. And they're hanging on. They get out on the edge of that nest. They say, whoa. And they try to get back down that nest. They get some again. They say, whoa. Mama, don't you love us? Mama, you mad at us? Mama, what you doing? And they go and get back down and sit back down again. I can't stand they go, and they get back up. He said, Well, I flew a little bit. <laughs> I flew a little bit. See, it's two foot. I
1: flew. <laughs> Why well,
0: ain't I something? I flew a little bit. He's back there again. He's back up
1: there.
0: I said, What God, what, what she's doing is developing the slime muscles.
1: Getting out
0: Get them out of that nest. They've got to learn to fly. Get out
1: there and sow.
0: Sometimes we make a little nest, don't we?